0: Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Fence, a podcast discussing the American prison and jail system. We're here with your host, myself, Phoenix. Hi. (laughs) And Charlotte. Hey. We've got David here. Hey. And Johnny. What's up, guys? So we left off on our last episode um, talking about race and what that looks like in the American prison and jail system. But then we kind of ended it with what to say and what not to say. What I learned from that was don't call someone a bitch, which I do all the time as a joke. Clearly that won't. It's not a joke. Not a joke. It's not gonna go over well. But I guess let's get into this. What to say and what not to say and what to do and what not to do. So number one, don't say bitch. But is there something else that comes to mind for you too? The things that you do not do from experience or say from experience?
1: For sure. Um the three things they tell you right after the bat they say don 't call anyone a but a a punk a bitch or a lame uh those three things for whatever reason those are the like fighting words and if you do call someone that like you 're expected to either like get off right then and fight them or they 're supposed to get off and fight you and if they don't then they 're considered to be a bitch and basically they 're supposed to get dealt with accordingly and then if they don't get off the person who called them that and didn't get off on them he could get in trouble for calling them that and nothing happening either so it's kind of a slippery slope to use that uh any of those words for sure but
2: what if you just don't care (laughs) like if someone called me lame I'd be like yeah okay whatever
1: I mean it depends on the context because at the same time I was at a certain camp for, like, nine months, and I got there. I was really comfortable with the guys I was around, and we would do it all the time. Be like, oh, what's up, punk, fucking bitch lame. Like, <laughs> And we we would do it, like, in front of other races, and they would turn around and be like, whoa, and, like, expect a fight to be happening, and, like, we're just messing around at the at the chow table, you know? Like, we would do it on purpose. Yeah, it's, and- just, it's, it's all – you got to understand – you can't do it to another race unless you, like, are really friends with the person. Like, you just have to understand, like, that place – And the context behind it I guess
3: yeah it depends on the section you're in like how there's some sections that aren't very at least in jail that they don't press that they don't push the politics that much and again if you're if you're in a cell with your friend just you two and your friends on the outs and you say it and they don't care yeah but I've had that happen with a buddy of mine he was like hey I personally don't care we're friends we're joking but you know, do not say it around any other person or don't say it to me with anyone else around or else I'm going to have to take flight on you.
1: Yeah.
0: So can you get in trouble within your own race for saying, like, for example, for like the whites, are there certain words for whites that you can't say certain words in the blacks that you can't say essays? Like, is there specific slang in specific yeah, for, races?
1: For the most part, it's those three words, but then there's also like If a white guy calls you the N-word or anyone calls someone the N-word, that's a big no-no. If you call a Southsider a spick, they hate that. If you call them, uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, They call them uh, scraps. They hate being called scraps, Southsiders. If you call bulldogs, you call them mutts. Like a whole riot kicked off because some people wrote fuck mutts in the dirt on the yard right by where you come to sign up for phone time and the whole yard kicked off. So there's definitely certain groups that are like, Bulldogs is a gang based out of Fresno, and it's uh, they were a branch of Northerners, so it was part of the Norteno gang, but then they didn't really want to abide by that structure, so they started their own gang. So
0: that's so interesting because my boyfriend, I I literally wear his Bulldog sweatshirt from Fresno, yeah, <laughs> all the time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well did that's I the, know? It's the, it's the, Maybe the not. Mascot. They're the Fresno State Bulldogs, but then that's the gang. They're called the Bulldogs, and they all wear red and they all wear the Fresno State gear. Oh.
0: That's crazy. So what happens? Let's let's just say, like, let's go for it. You know, guns of blazing let's I mean, obviously you just said the whole um yeah. yard broke out, but like what I mean, worst case happen?
1: scenario, if you call someone of your own race a name or whatever and they there's some people that are, that are there that are running like a high politics yard, and they want to run things a certain way and go have a bunch of structure. You'll you'll get DP. You can either get beat up, or they'll make you work out, like do a super intense workout. You either do like 123 burpees with like a five count of uh, Navy Seals in between, or something like something that's just going to break you off so you can't walk for a couple of days. And
2: yeah,
3: DP for you know most people don't know it's it's disciplinary punishment. Yeah. So, like Johnny said, workouts. Um, I was in my situation, you're, you're not supposed to flush the toilet, no matter what cell, um, if there's anybody eating. So we were all done eating. There was one guy of another race still eating. I didn't see him. He was over in the corner and I flushed the toilet on accident, not even thinking about it. And the guy who was running our section came up to me and said, Hey, you're not allowed to do that. We already warned everybody. And he was like my best friend, but he said, just out of respect for them. Um, just to show the other races that were kind of you know uh, monitoring or disciplinary rules, yes. or yeah disciplining our own, I had to go apologize to the dude who he didn 't care about it, but those are the rules, and it was like six thirty in the morning after breakfast, and I had to go do um hundred and twenty three you know two count burpees um in a cell right there on the spot just to show you know hey we 're sorry, we messed up, but we're kind of taking care of our own mess, so
0: huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm lactose intolerant. If I'm going
1: to the bathroom, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Well, then you got to sit in it's there just, and let it and best in experience. county, in county jail. It's hard. Cause you're in such a small little dorm. It's like a very small little pot or unit for like 40 people. And you kind of all live on top of each other. And you kind of just, there's one bathroom for the day room bunks, the people who aren't in cells. Like if you're in your own cell and your cell door is closed, like, you can flush the toilet whenever you want, but if you're out in the day room and the door is open and people are eating and stuff, it's kind of just calming respect. You got to just not do it. You know, you got to wait till chow. I mean, chow time's only like half an hour, like plan accordingly, go to the bathroom before if you need to.
0: Interesting. So like, obviously, you know, there's things you said that you can't say things you don't do, but like, for example, like in 60 days in, you don't touch other people's shit. Like you don't touch other people's stuff yeah. on your bunk. Is there something yeah. similar to that? And like what is what is like a really bad situation?
1: Um, yeah, I mean you respecting other people's stuff is huge. Stealing is a huge no no. You don't you, you won't see people stealing other people's shit and getting away with it for long. It just it doesn't happen in there and when it does, it's taken care of pretty quickly. Um everyone has pretty much respect for other people's property. But yeah, if you get caught doing that, you're gonna get handled pretty, pretty fast.
3: Yeah. And then like in Ventura County, um, everybody, you know, there's bunks in the day room where I was and there's drawers, but also everyone's given a big box and they have their property. And sometimes, um, people will say, you'll ask them for a shot of coffee or something. And they'll say, Oh yeah, go to my box and get it. And, you know, sometimes you're in the day room and your bunk is somewhere else. There's a lot of people. And if they see you say someone, say the guy who shares a bunk with them, sees you going in his box. They may ask you a question like, Hey, did you get permission? Cause sometimes people will just go in without asking. So for me personally, um, I would, even if someone gave me permission to go in their box, I just wouldn't do it. Cause I don't want people think, you know, if something does go missing, they'll assume it was me because I was in there earlier. So I'll just nicely ask the person if I can go with them to get it. Um, but also, you know, people have, personal pictures they have addresses in there they have stuff that they don't want people seeing so you can kind of get in a lot of trouble um for just going in someone else's box even if you're just borrowing something they let you get so
0: what would what would happen though so like obviously there's within your races or within within like the yard or your cell block there's going to be some consequences but does anything happen like on the side of your COs and all that if they hear of
1: it, as far as what, like uh, stealing, uh, the crash officers they are not going to do anything.
3: Yeah, they don't care. So it's like a self-governing, really. and but, then there's a. Like... But yeah, yeah, nobody's going to tell the nobody's going to tell the cops, hey,
1: he stole my bar yeah, of soap. Yeah, that's a know big know I mean? no, So no. it's like you're not allowed to tell the cops anything like
3: that. Yeah, you'll get beat up just for telling them someone took something. So.
2: So then, who's like, like then, how does that? like what does that look like then like if you're self-governing yourself and there's pod bosses yes
0: oh 60 days in tell me who's a pod boss Were you a pod boss
1: they're not called that but <laughs> uh, <and> you <laughs> have Johnny. you have like shot callers in each i mean it depends like some county jails there's like you come in and there's just no hierarchy at all it's a bunch of people just doing like why no time or like doing a very short amount of time and there's not a lot of structure and there's people playing cards with other races and stuff. And other times you come in and it's super high power and you got to tell them who you are and where you're from and show them your paperwork and, you know, check in with this person and you have three days to rest up. And then you got to start working out with us mandatory workouts at this time, every day out on the yard for all the white boys. Like this, this, like you, there's a lot of structure to it for sure. Interesting.
3: Like when I was, when I was in Ventura County jail, I was in, multiple different sections but i was in one where um you know you could play cards with the blacks and you guys could sit at the same table there was still no eating with them and stuff but it was a lot more relaxed and then when i went over to todd road it was very different even though there was only five of us white guys um that was the rule you don't you can't share with them you can't sit with them can't play cards with them but it i guess depending on who like choosing a pod boss, sometimes it comes down to a vote uh, in between your race. But also I've heard that usually if somebody in your race has been to prison, they're supposed to have it. Um, again, every section is different. So, you know, one of the ones I was in, I and here's the thing, I'm not into the politics at all. I get why they're there, but I don't agree with a lot of them. And right before I was out of that section, the guy who had the keys left and it was kind of up for a vote. And these guys voted on me doing it. And even the the Mexican guys, they liked me. And they're like, you should do it. You should have the keys. Because when something happens um, between races, they all, you know, they, the usually the leaders, whatever, will talk to each other. And I told them, I said, look, I'm not doing that. So they kind of, you know, again, they wanted me to do it, but I wanted no part of it. So I just declined that offer.
2: So what happens if you decline it? Like, do, do they immediately, like, all hate you? or like
1: no. Just- no someone else steps up yeah there's plenty of people w- ready to raise their hand to do it
3: yeah i i just didn't want to do it because i was in there just trying to do my time i didn't want to get into all the the politics and having to discipline people and plus i didn't know that much i said this is my second time i've been in jail i've never been in prison i don't know enough to to have that power so but, you know, like Johnny said, there's a lot of people willing and wanting to jump on that.
0: Huh. Interesting. So what's the craziest thing that you've seen um, come out of someone, something someone said or did that you know was like a total no-no?
2: Like flushing the toilet. <laughs> Other than that one.
3: Um, I mean, I have a personal experience that uh, apparently there was a guy in there who... 18 months okay so every cell in ventura county jail most jails have this they have a button and you'll see it on 60 days in it's like a panic button that you when you press it it goes it goes to the cops um usually you're never allowed to press that button that's like an automatic you know you're you're in trouble so what happened was apparently this guy he did something he got caught tattooing and this is like a year before this guy's been in for a year and a half um, but the section I was in, there was only four white guys. None of us were in there when this happened. So somebody came in who was from a different race and said, a year ago, this guy got caught tattooing. He shut down the whole section. So he was going to get punished. He was going to get 23 seconds, which means either one or two other white boys come into the cell and they fight you for 23 seconds. And then that's why your punishment.
0: 23? I know why, but, but I want you to explain why.
3: Yeah. Because when you're a wood, uh, you're white, W is the 23rd letter of the alphabet. So that's why they get a 23 tattooed on them. That's why there's 23 seconds. If you're a Southern Hispanic or an SA or whatever they call them, South they get 13 seconds because their number is 13 for M, uh, Mexican Mafia or whatever. MS-13. Northerners so, do
1: 14 seconds, because it's M. Right. They wear 14. Heises will do 16,
3: because it's 16th letter. and. So you want to um, be an expert, because you don't on a beat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've thought about that,
3: dude. You, got, you get less time. But they usually do three-on-ones instead of two-on-ones, But at least from what Wait. I've seen. But So what happened was this guy had pressed a button a year before, and someone came in. A new white guy came in, who was actually there when it happened, who could vouch for it saying, yes, it did. Because you can't do anything unless you have proof, whether it's paperwork on a guy or anything. So this guy came in. He was like, wait, why is that guy here? He... Okay, so I guess I forgot to say what happened. Instead of getting his 23 seconds, he closed the door and pressed the button for the cops to take him out of the section so he wouldn't get beat up.
1: What? Yeah, that's a no-no.
3: Yeah, so... Um, and cause everyone, it, it was about time to be locked down and he go and him and his cellmate too. And the crazy part, he wasn't even really going to get beat up. His cellmate screwed up, but because they were together when it happened, they were just going to punish them both. And I talked to a guy who was the one, they call him a torpedo. He was sent to do, to fight the guys. And he was like, I was going to go easy on that dude. I was going to let him whatever, you know, punch him a couple of times and body shots and let him go. And the fact that both of them shut the door, they agreed on it and said, we're getting out of here. And they press the button. So it locks down everyone else in their cell. And then the cops show up and they grab all their stuff, their bunk or their their mattress, all their all their food. And they rolled it up, essentially, which means they went to a new section. And somehow this had gone by for a year without anybody saying anything. Um, So what happened was we found this out to be true. And it was the last shift of the day because um, all the cells, they come out four hours a day per section. This guy's section was locked down till the next day. And we were told it has to be done today. But the guy who told us that was in a different section in a cell. So there was, there was four white guys in the day room. And they said, when this guy comes down for chow, uh, they, they get in line, they get their food, and they go back to their cell. Normally, you're not allowed to fight someone in front of a cop but we had no choice because it was the last section so when he came down the stairs for he got in the back of the line all four of us white guys had to jump him right there in front of everybody in front of the cop and you um too? and
2: oh my God.
3: yeah and um luckily and and we had to go until the cops came in so the cop who was there was a short hispanic lady she couldn't see oh, she was really short like 411 <laughs> she couldn't see over all the tall guys who were in line for food. So she whipped out her taser, started waving it around. And out of the two, out of the four of us, the two guys who were just being super scared, like, Oh, I don't want to do it. And can't we just talk to him? Do we have to do it? Those two guys ended up getting caught. Um, <laughs> while while me and the other dude who were like, whatever, like I don't have a problem with this guy personally, but I have yeah. to do it. Me and the other guy who were like that, um, we snuck away. Like I had my glasses on. So I took my glasses off and I like snuck back to the bunk behind me in the day room and sat down and they locked everyone down. And then they, um, they'll pull everyone out and they'll check your face and they'll check your, your knuckles to see if anyone's bleeding or to try and decide who did it. And when the cop was waving around her taser, instead of like sneaking back to a bunk and hiding like I did, Two of this, two of the scared guys just got straight on their chest, hands behind their back, before the cops even asked. Before the cops (laughs) even asked, and two, they're just all scared, like, oh god, and they just complied before even asked. So they got caught, they got sent to the hole, and me and the other dude got away with it. And uh, like I said, I had glasses, so I took them off, so they couldn't really identify me. And um, you know, that guy got removed for what he did. And that was that.
0: So, but you're doing these things and you said you're forced to, right? Like you're, you're like, I have to, but that's fully knowing that your time could be extended there. That's what's so crazy to me. It's like, you're doing these things out of survival and protection, fully knowing that you're probably going to be there longer than you need to be.
3: Yeah. Well, here's the thing in, in County jail, if you, usually if okay if you beat someone up and if you draw blood like i saw on the roof in ventura county this one guy got jumped apparently he was a rat and they had paperwork they had proof they jumped this guy four on one and they they drew blood which is usually where you get the charge they got a gbi which is uh great great, great bodily injury which is a felony um they caught a new charge for that but normally if you just fight someone you get in a fight you'll go to the hole for three days, maybe seven, but they usually don't add time onto your sentence. Um, And because there was, there was four of us jumping this guy. We didn't, you know, with so many people, it's hard to really mess. It's like, it was overcrowded. There was too many people hitting him. So we didn't draw blood or anything crazy. Um, But yeah, usually you might go to the hole. Those guys went to the hole for the week and then came back. No extra time, nothing like that. But yeah. And you're going to be asked to do some stuff. You're going to be forced to do it. And if you get time, you get time. They don't care.
2: Sorry, did they check your knuckles and they weren't red?
3: Uh, yeah. They checked everyone's knuckles and no was one's
2: hands knuckle were knuckle that
3: messed. <laughs> no, mine were red, but they weren't scarred or bloody or anything. Because I – one guy was hitting him from behind. Two of them were on the side, and I was at him from the front. By that time, he had – Kind of balled. He was still standing. He balled up, put his head down, and put his arms up. So I uppercutted him in the forehead a couple times. So I didn't hit his teeth or his nose and get blood. But you know, I, you know, the me- let's just say the message was received. So, and and when the cops see somebody getting beat up like that, they automatically take them out because they know they were the target.
0: Yeah. See. That's where you need to, you know, invest in foundation. I feel like that'd be like a really good way to cover your knuckles. If that's like, okay, that was really.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the girls can get makeup. But- <laughs> right. It's like, hey, hey <laughs> yeah. I
0: got you. I got you. That's funny. Um,
3: but, you know, like, like you said, if you, you have to do it, because if you don't do it and you don't step up, it gets done to you. Um Actually, part of that story I forgot to mention. One of the guys, like I said, who was really scared and afraid to do it. Here's the thing. I'm not a fighter. The only fights I've ever been in in my life is with Johnny. I can count them on one hand. You know, I'm talking about the ones that weren't with my brothers. I can count them on one hand. But I knew I had to do it, so I didn't say anything. But one of the guys was crying and complaining about having to do it. So the guy who had the keys, who was out of his cell at that time before lockdown, literally beat the tar out of this dude. Because he wouldn't shut up about not wanting to do it. And he got his his neck stomped on. He got his, he got beat because he was just crying saying he didn't want so basically if you don't do it, it's gonna get done to you. See
0: Johnny, you're mean. all here telling me everything is rainbows and butterflies, and then Dave's over here telling me some guy got his neck stomped on. So let's be real. Shit happens.
1: It just dep- it depends on where you are. It just depends. Like Santa Cruz mm-hmm. County Jail is a lot more laid back usually, but then sometimes it's not. For sure. Just,
2: What's, like, the jail that everyone's scared to go to? Or prison, or whatever?
3: Probably L.A. County, if you're a white really? guy, because you're outnumbered.
1: You're jail, L.A. County, I heard sucks. Um, Ventura's terrible, too, though. Really? It
3: yeah. sucks. San- Santa Cruz, for the most part, like Johnny said, is pretty relaxed, <laughs> and it's a lot of <laughs> so drug addicts like and alcoholics it like and old people. because you're outnumbered
2: and... as a white person, or just because, like, there's, like, beat-ups every day? L.A. or Ventura? well Well, there's just a lot more
1: gangs there's a ton of people there so sometimes I've heard it can take days to get through booking Mm -hmm. and the food sucks and it's just yeah it's just a bad place to be like the smaller the jail is usually the better off you are because it's just more laid back the smaller it is you know there's not as many issues
0: interesting
1: Interesting. well it depends (laughs)
0: So Johnny, did you have a story? But,
1: yeah. Um of the craziest thing I've seen.
0: For something someone probably did or said that they shouldn't have. Um, I don't know about anything like that.
1: Um yeah, I mean there was one time where me and a couple buddies we had some weed and we were gonna smoke and you usually want to wait till there's like one of the more laid-back officers on duty because i was at the farm this was in county jail in santa cruz and so there's a cop in your uh unit with you but he's in like this bubble and you can go outside and people smoke cigarettes and stuff so most of them don't care about that so if you're ducked underneath this little like wall you can smoke cigarettes and they don't care they'll see the smoke coming up and not be tripping so we we're out there we were smoking weed and there was a sergeant on duty and he came out, and he could smell the weed, obviously, but we had, like, gotten rid of it at that point, and he, like, searched all of us, he took all of us out, we had to put our hands on our back, he took us to cold rooms, which is, like, just empty cells in the jail, and had us sit in there for, like, five hours, and we thought we were going to get rolled up, but then he ended up just letting us go back to the unit, you know, and it was just kind of, like, put us on a timeout for a little bit, mm-hmm. but then when we got back, the white boys were like, oh, you put us on blast, you know, you let the cops know that, the whites have weed on them right now, so we got our shit searched, and you guys are going to get broken off because of it. so we had to do, like, 123 five-count burpees and Ugh, this other 23 triangle where you do one push-up, then two, then three, all the way up to 23, and then back down to one, and it's it sounds not that hard, but it's actually, like, 400-something push-ups by the time it's all done. It's, yeah. Oh, y'all weren't We were, jacked like, crawling by the time it was beyond
0: me coming out? I know they weren't. I mean, didn't Johnny, you said you were really skinny when you came
1: out? Uh, I mean, some of the times when I was in county jail, I was really young. So, yeah, I still was super skinny when I got out. But when I got out of prison, I was in really good shape. I was bench pressing 275 pounds and fighting fire. So if I got out like 185 pounds, like I was super healthy. It just depends. I mean, I've
3: been I mean, at least, I don't know, yeah.
1: 15 times. So huh?
3: <laughs> When I was in there. When I got out in December, I was in there for seven months. I gained 50 pounds. I went in at 175 and came out at 225.
1: Uh, You're getting fed fed three times a day and you're working out and, you know, you're you're eating good. Eating good. (laughs) Okay, so I have a
2: question. If you're, like, getting beat up, like, if you get jumped and you're getting beat up, are you allowed to, like, fight back? Or do you just have to, like, throw up the ball and take it? Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. If you're getting your 23 seconds, yeah, you fight back.
3: I, I saw like I saw a lot of people, um, the Hispanics, when they would get their 13 seconds, they would just ball up and drop to their knees, and I never understood that. Like, you can go either way, but – I've seen dudes who are getting heard,
1: deep beat end up rocking the people that are supposed to be beating them know. up. One guy just exactly. stomping on two other people or three that other people.
2: Me. Well, then why can't we all just get along? Because that shit doesn't exist, Charlotte. (laughs) I mean,
1: for the most part, we do. Like, it's, for the most part, everyone is really respectful and it's super laid back until it's not. And when it's not, it's really not.
3: Well, that's the thing, too. Another situation I got in towards the end was a friend of mine, my best friend in there. He said something he shouldn't have to uh, one of the Mexican dudes they were playing cards with. And it was kind of a joke. But I think he actually did call him a bitch or something like that. And the Mexican guy was like, all right, let's go to the cell right now. Let's go fight. And then they both started going. And my friend who's white, he backed out. He's like, nah, dude, like I'm cool. Like he thought they were just joking. He didn't think it was serious because we just joked around 24 seven. But the guy who had the section, who was white. He said, you backed down from a fight from another race and you called him a bitch. So he was like, go to your cell. You're getting 23 seconds. And he was like, no, no. Like I was just joking. It wasn't that serious. And my friend's like, no, that doesn't matter. So he had me and another dude go in there. And the first thing I said was, I was like, I'm sorry, bro, I don't want to do yeah. this. <laughs> and he and and we just and he didn't understand it. At first, he was pissed off, but he fought back yeah. um, because he was my friend. I just gave him body shots. I didn't aim for his face or anything. But at the end of it, he was super pissed off until he realized, like, oh, I get it. Like he they had to do you. it. And or just you, in general. yeah, well, that's thing. Well, no, so that's part of it. He understood he was pissed off that it happened, didn't think it needed to go to that level. But at the end, he shook my hand, you know, you guys hug it out. That's just part of being punished. And he came up to me, he was like, out of all people in here, I'm glad it was you. Cause if it was somebody else that I don't really know or like, I would have been seriously pissed. Um, so he's like, if anyone had to do it, I'm glad it was you. As my best friend, and you know, because again, I went easy on him and whatever, but he understood what
0: That's he like did, the best and, case scenario you know, situation. But yeah, all right, well, with that, yeah, being exactly, said, we're gonna round this episode up, but. Thank you so much to everybody listening in. We're so excited and stoked to be here. We say it every time because we mean it. Every time. Every freaking time. So tune in every Thursday. New episode here. Send in questions on Instagram. We're stoked. We're catching up on all these episodes. Really excited to like kind of just hit the ground running. Um, but yeah, shoot them our way at our Instagram behind the fence podcast. podcast. There it is. I'm Phoenix. I'm Charlotte.
2: That's David and
0: Johnny. I'm David. <laughs> Coming in
1: last. I'm Johnny. Have a good one. Guys.
0: Bye. Bye.